settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to The Whistleblowers, our weekly podcast on all things sport, where we chat about what's been happening with Aussie sports people, teams overseas, while catching up on our national and local sports. And each week we also feature a local sports person or administrator to dig deep into what they've been up to, what's happening. And uh, this week uh, we have a chat with KSS Jets coach, Peter Guest, a brand new coach. Brendan Powers, hello. Hello, Blandy. Here we are, another Tuesday. Another Tuesday as we uh, take a look at uh, what's been, what's coming up, and uh, the fourth test in India. Now, we uh, we whinged and moaned about the wicket, how it was favouring <laughs> uh, the bowlers, and then they go and deliver that to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> look, it petered out to a draw, but I tell you what, Australia batsmen really stood up in that first innings. Yeah, well, we needed to. And let's face it, it turned out after five days that there was only, what, 21 wickets yeah. fell, that it was a batsman's pitch. So we needed to stand up. We did. And uh, it bodes well. Now, both teams will now meet next time in the World Test Championship at the Oval in London. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. What sort of wicket are we expecting there? A typical seeming English wicket? Yeah, it will be. It'll be interesting to see whether they use the Duke or the Kookaburra as the ball. All right. Now, uh, of course, our uh, medium bowlers, we talk about swing and and seam bowlers, didn't really get a look in this test because it didn't exist. (laughs) I mean, when you're opening virtually with two spinners or the the opening bowler might get one or two overs and then you've got your spinners on. It's not going to be like that in England, I wouldn't think. No, I couldn't imagine so. Okay, Australia too, we, we get off uh, our national uh, men's team there, continue to shine at the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, that's currently going on in Taiwan and Japan and a couple of different venues in America. And for the first time ever, Australia are through to the quarterfinals. They have beaten China, hmm. Korea and the Czech Republic. Okay. The, the only loss they've had is against Japan, which is one of the favourites for the tournament. Yeah, well, they're big baseball uh, fanatics, the Japanese. How do the Chinese and the Koreans, uh, are they, is it a major sport there? It certainly is. Korea in particular has mm-hmm. a professional league. And, and China, well, China actually, after this World Baseball Championship, look like they could be punted depending on results. They may not make it to the next one. Wow. So uh, that means we'll play Cuba in the quarterfinals. Yes, tomorrow we play Cuba. And, uh, you know, it just goes to show former Major League Baseball player David Nelson, who's also with the Brisbane Bandits, he's done a standout job and well done to our Aussie boys. Okay, maybe listening to this and know the score. Shh, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Uh, motor racing, two V8 supercars started with a bang over the weekend. Yes, down in beautiful Newcastle along the foreshore there. How great it was to see that city again. Congratulations to Cam Waters for winning race one in his Mustang ahead of Chaz Mostert and Brody Kostecki. Cabin temperature was a hot topic of conversation in the supercars after the opening race when uh, the fire is set to rage for the week as Triple Eight contests its race disqualification for having cooling systems in the wrong place. Oh, I didn't know that that was a no-no. Yes, they had them in a door, which it won't go down. Shane Shane Van Gisbergen was disqualified, but he came back to win on Sunday ahead of Mostert and David Reynolds. Yeah, shows how good he is. So watch where you put your cooling system. Uh, Now, Rugby League, too. What a weekend of Rugby League. Uh, Send-offs, broken jaws, concussions, tries, tackles, and the Dolphins. They've done it again. (laughs) Now, fins are up. 
I'm very good on them, but I'm not cheering them on this weekend when they play my Newcastle Knights. No. But it started with the Panthers defeating the Rabbitohs. They bounced back to form before Cronulla won over the Parramatta Eels. The Broncos grabbed the chocolates in the Queensland Derby against North Queensland 28-16 with a standout performance from Reese Walsh. Mm. He was electric. And after collecting Scott Drinkwater's shoulder, Corey Oates is out for several weeks with a broken jaw. Yes, uh... Now, the Roosters, uh, they had to pull something back too after uh, being embarrassed, I guess, by the Dolphins in round one. They were too good for the Warriors 2012. They were, and then the Dolphins also surged late against the Raiders to make it two from two, 20 to 14, and the Bulldogs put the bite on the storm, which wow. 26 to 12 in Melbourne. Is this the end of the storm era as we know, and it's been going a long time? I'm not going to say that. They had a few out, including Cameron Munster, who makes a big difference to that mm, team. Mm. But they've but lost some players too. They certainly, they've lost a lot of forwards. Yeah. But Bellamy can always pull some magic out of his hat. Yeah, I wonder where he was pulling it out from. Same here. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, what else has been uh, happening in the wonderful world of rugby league? Then my beloved Knights on Sunday. Oh, yes, yes. I knew he was going there. Ah. <laughs> uh, they had a win. Well, they had a win, and what a win it was. Losing Ponga in the first minute for a concussion, then their hooker for another concussion, other players with injuries, some with send-offs, some with suspensions, uh, um, sin bins. We pulled it out and beat the lowly West Tigers. Yes, just keep in mind it was the West <laughs> Tigers. So, But a win's a win, mate, uh, when you follow a team. That, you Ab- know, absolutely. Thereabouts, you take everything you can get. Of course. And again, St. George Illawarra fans were thinking that as well when they easily accounted for the Titans, 32-18, to 18, which was a contradiction on their pre-season form. Yeah. Now, uh, this weekend, what can we look forward to? Seagulls play the Eels. Knights are up against the Dolphins. Roosters and the Rabbitohs reignite their civil war, and that should be a cracker on Friday night. Titans play the Storm, the Cowboys are up against the Warriors, Broncos play the Dragons, Bulldogs, West Tigers, and the Raiders play the Sharks. Yeah, all the action on Triple M. We rock at the footy, and of course, you can uh, hear the games on the Listener app as well, where you're listening to us right now. Now, Super Rugby, the Reds went down 23-17 to the Brumbies. They certainly did after a win the week before. The Force defeated Moana, 21-18, and the Rebels were too strong for the Tars. Now, to 27. tell us about Tim Zoo because uh, he won the uh, WBO Super Welterweight belt on Sunday and uh, did it in a brutal fashion, didn't he? He did against Tony Harrison by TKO in round nine, and he's followed his father, Costa, becoming a world champion, and now sets up an undisputed title fight later in the year in Las Vegas against Jamel Charlo. Now, Blandy, hmm. as he says, say his name. What? Tim Zoo. Tim Zoo. Oh, he's sick of being called Costa Zoo's son. Oh, okay. So that's what he yells out when he wins at the and afterwards. Say my name. Oh, really? Everyone goes Costa Zoo's son. <laughs> no, they don't. Look, he's a, he's an entity unto himself. That is for sure. Absolutely. Now, exciting times. The AFL does begin this week. Richmond and Carlton kick it off at the G. Uh, and that is going to be massive Thursday night. I would imagine there'd be near on 90,000 there for that. Absolutely. It seems it seems to have been a long time coming, the AFL season. Yeah, but, it's always a couple of weeks behind, but it's a long two weeks. And, but, uh, but I say that about 
like most Victorians. Yeah, well, you probably do, mate. Geelong and Collingwood, I tell you what, that'll absolutely be a cracker as well. It uh, will. We've got some big, big crowds heading out for round one, I would imagine. Absolutely. And what about North Melbourne and their new coach against West Coast? How do you think that will go? Uh, yeah, well, they're playing West Coast, so I think two teams are going to be down the bottom of the ladder. Personally, um, could could be wrong, but I think that's a bit of a non-event game, to be honest with you. It's probably the least attractive game <laughs> you know, around to me. You never know what turns up. And, of course, Brisbane play Port, Melbourne play Western Bulldogs, the Suns battle the Swans, Giants are up against Adelaide, Hawthorne play Essendon, and, of course, the one you're most interested, mm. go the Dockers. Yeah, go the Dockers. Go the Dockers. What are you on about, Bowers? Uh, anyway, St Kilda, a, a stack of injuries at the moment, and I'm going to use that as an excuse because I, I've never seen a season where half the side is out before we've even played a game. I mean, what are they doing at training? I don't know. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, Rugby League, the first week of the host. Plus Cup. Tell us about that. Yes, the State League competition kicked off. Winning were too strong for the Mackay Cutters, 44-6. The Blackhawks defeated the Falcons, 22-18. South's Magpies were too good for Ipswich, 28-14. The Bears won over the North Devils, 30-24. The Capra snuck home by a point over Tweedhead Seagulls, 23-22. And the PNG Hunters defeated Newcomers to Closedale, 20-10. Oh, have a bit of a cough there, Brendan. It's all right. He's just choking. (coughs) That, that, that's mm. my invisible hand after his comment about go the Dockers. <laughs> uh, and the Harvey Norman under-19 female comp to the Wide Bay Bulls. Yeah, they went down, unfortunately. Uh, the Melmaninga under-18s, under uh, the Jets were too strong again for the Bulls, 32-6. to six, And credit to the Bulls in that in that uh, game. They were down 26-0 half time, So they fought back. And the Jets also won the Cyril Connell under-16s, 28-6. OK, let's move a little closer to home now. Uh, cricket, the first week of the Fraser Coast. Senior cricket semis were held on Saturday. It was the Bushies Blue progressing to the grand final in a couple of weeks. Yes, everyone was looking at the heavens with the rain from Friday night and early Saturday morning, but they managed to get it, the games to go ahead on the AstroTurf. Yep. And after winning the toss, Bushy Blues chose to bat against Grammar Tanana, and lo- although they lost Harsh Patel early after he was run out. Oh, not a good way to get out. No. Oh, you don't like him yeah. being run out. No, but David Lever and Brett Dean came together for a partnership of 57 runs, and uh, they managed to go all the way through to make eight for 169 from their 40 overs. Now, where do we go from here then? Well, they move on, but uh, we'll just finish with that game. Laird oh. McKay, you ready for this? Three for 10. Mm-hmm. And Cody Goldenstein also tipped in with three of his own for three for 30. So that's not too bad. No, no. Anytime you take wickets, it's good <laughs> as a bowler. You take what you can get. Yeah, unfortunately, Grammar's Chanana fell short and we're all out for 135. So the Bushies move on. And uh, in the other match, Cavaliers and Cavanish. Cavanish bowed out, unfortunately. So Cavaliers will play Grammar's Tanana this week. But I have to talk about uh, the figures from a bowler. Mm-hmm. Kevin Sims mm. was unplayable for the Cavaliers. Five for seven off six overs. Five for seven off six. Not bad figures, <laughs> are they? I mean, you take that. Yeah, you yeah. would. You yeah. would. It's an average of under two. There must have been a lot of movement off that pitch, off that AstroTurf. Well, that was my next question, mate. You are on AstroTurf. <laughs> what the heck's going on? I mean, is he that good? He must have been doing something in the flight of the ball. Okay. Uh, there you have it. That, they are incredible figures on AstroTurf, just quietly. They certainly mm. are. Okay. All right. So uh, that's local cricket, of course, and uh, we're set there with one grand finalist, and uh, this weekend we'll decide 
who uh, who they'll meet. Absolutely. Mm. Maribara versus Harvey Bay Clash down in Maribara. So it will be a great game to check out. Okay, softball too. Maribara softball held their grand finals. Yes, in the senior women's B, Inca's Mercury 14 defeated Aztec All Blacks 5. In the women's A, Sparks High 9 were too good for Aztec Phoenix 2. And in the men, Sparks Redback 16 defeated Inca's Warriors 6. And once again, the poor old Harvey Bay Softball Association can't take a trick. Their rescheduled uh, first round of semifinals was oh. once again washed oh, out. Oh, goodness gracious. I think the uh, weather's a little better for this weekend. Fingers crossed, okay. but they're all up into Bundaberg now for the preliminary finals. Okay, swimming the Harvey Bay Humpbacks Master Swimming Club held their annual swim meet at the Harvey Bay Aquatic Centre on Saturday. They certainly did. Over 80 swimmers from over 16 clubs from around the state competed, with the youngest from 20 to the oldest of 80. And after they had their great day of swimming, they finished it up with a barbecue for all swimmers. I'm oh, just looking at the 80 part there. <laughs> yeah, mm. you and I could have fitted in there somewhere. Yeah, we'll put the two of us together. Um, how old are you? Pretty old, Blandy. Yeah, I, I think, think we would have been, our ages combined would have been well over 80. Yes, I think so too. Now, Football 2 Round 1 kicked off this week in all senior competitions. Uh, tell us what happened there. Yes, it was a win to Sunbury 7-0 over the KSS Jets and the men's, Bingara 5-3 over SC Corinthians, and across the way is 5 defeated Doom Villa well, 1, and UP defeated the Flames 2-1. In the women's, it was a 4-1 win to the Jets over Tanana, 10-1 win to ATW over Dune Villa, and the Flames were too good, defeating the United Park Eagles 6-0. Yeah, some big results there in round one, which leads us to this week's guest, no pun intended, the new KSS Jets coach is Peter Guest. Peter, g'day. Good morning. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Welcome, Guesty. Yes. Now, uh, mate, was it a tough weekend? Uh, a, A big loss, let's be honest. Yeah, mate, look, I, I wasn't expecting too much in our first round. Like, it's taken a bit of time to get these guys together. I've only had a few weeks with them. So, um, you know, trying to play a new style of football. And, um, you know, we've had a big turnover of players in the off-season. So so it's going to take time for us to start to gel and, and uh, get into our program. So we're not, we're not too disappointed, but, you know, we've learned from it. Well, Guesty, there must have been some positives out of there. Obviously, I spoke to you earlier in the week, uh, but uh, talk about the positives you found out of the game. Yeah, mate, so there has been some positives for sure. The, you know, the young fellas that are in the side have, have um, really taken on board what you know, the style of play we want to do. And, um, you know, they started doing that within that game. You know, it was tough against Sunbury. They've recruited well in the off-season and um, very fast side and break quickly. Um, but we tried to play our, our, our um, possession football style that we want to play, and you know there was some there were some times in the games where we where we get got six to eight passes together and we progressed up the field um, quite easily. So signs are there, and um, we just got to do it a bit more often. And how are you gelling as a coach and your coaching philosophy? How are the boys taking to that? Um, I think there's been a positive reaction to it. Um, it's not always easy when when you go and make changes first off. Um, I've tried to try to do it gently, you know, and let them let them learn from um, my experience. And um, you know, I think we'll be I think we'll be fine moving forward. All right, mate. And this weekend, who are you up against? Uh, yeah, this weekend um, we've got Corinthians, I believe, in in Bundaberg. So we've got a road trip, um, which is always good fun on the bus for the boys. They always have a nice uh, soft drink beverage on the way back home, so <laughs> they look forward to that. 
Um, but, yeah, we're looking forward to the game. Hopefully the weather stays away. It's nice and fine and not too hot. Does the uh, team contain a lot of uh, younger players, uh, Peter? Yeah, mate, we have. We've, mm. we've got a couple of um, mature age guys in the side, but the rest of the side is pretty much um, average age is about 19. Yeah, so, wow. so we've got a young side on paper, and, um, yeah, it's always a bit... Um, bit difficult sometimes to get them to you know to take everything on board but they're doing really well well the good part of that is i guess the flip side of the coin maybe not the experience but it's something you can work with and uh perhaps maybe a bit make it a bit easier for your coaching philosophy to to get through to a younger brain yeah absolutely and the funny thing is that um i've actually coached a couple of these boys um way back when they were 12 13 14 years old so um, they have got a bit of that experience already on hand, so it helps, you know, for them to pick that up. Oh, okay. that's good to hear, mate. Yeah. Who do you support in the Premier League? Um, I, I support Manchester United, and I'll probably cop a heap of flack from it, but um, I've always been a Manchester United boy. Yeah. Uh, you pick and stick, mate. Yeah, that's it. Loyal supporter. I haven't got my boo button there working. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, uh, Peter, thanks for stepping up this morning. It is a big job you've got ahead of you, and uh, you, you've you've stepped up there. Uh, obviously, you know, these kids need a coach, and, and you've taken that on. It is going to take some time. But I guess, as you say, look for the positives, not the negatives. Yeah, absolutely, mate. If we, uh, if we keep uh, dwelling on the negatives, we won't go anywhere. Appreciate your time, and uh, all the best for the weekend and the year ahead. Thank you very much, gentlemen. You have a good day. Best of luck. Yeah, big job ahead of him there, but it, it seems like he's up for it, uh, Brendan. He certainly is. He's mm. the right man for the job. Okay. Ethan Parry, what a legend he is. What a legend and what an ambassador for his sport. Well done to Ethan, who claimed gold in the 100 metres and silver in the 200 metres at the State Athletic Championships in Brisbane on the weekend. Go, Ethan. Uh, he is uh, just somebody who puts in all the hard work. He certainly is. He is a credit to all athletics and all athletes. Mm. Cycling, the final round of the Wide Bay Toyota Crit Series was run on Sunday as well. It was. Adam Hawkins claimed the race win while Harry Shoft claimed the series honours. Let's have a look at what's happening uh, this weekend briefly. Cricket. Grammar's Tanana hosts Cavaliers in the prelim, as we spoke about earlier. In football, the season continues with many mods joining the action in FQPL Women's, Bingra player ATW, Doon Villain and the Flames Clash, while Tanana and UPE play Maribor. And in the men's, Sunbury plays UPE, KSS Jets play SC Corinthians, Bingra plays ATW and the Flames play Doon Villa. Okay, and in softball, the Harvey Bay Coral Coast semi-finals go ahead in Bundaberg, so uh, all the best there. Absolutely, and the Maribara Athletics Club will hold their annual club carnival on Friday night and Saturday, so get out and check out some athletics down there. Okay, hockey too. Now, I should mention, uh, it'd be nice if we got some results put up that we could actually discuss as well, Brendan. I know there's a bit of a bugbear of yours. Absolutely. Round one was held on Friday night and Saturday, and uh, the new computer system, we are still waiting for results Tuesday. That is, uh, well, sorry, that's pretty slack. So uh, let's have a look at what we can expect this weekend because we can't tell you about last weekend. (laughs) In Men's Premier League, Arrows Athletics play Wave Cities, Granville play the Magpies, Harvey Barry Brothers are up against CBR and All Blacks play the Raiders Rovers. And in the Women's, Granville Rovers play Magpies, Arrows Athletics are up against Wave Cities, Uni Roos play Bolts and All Blacks play the Raider Rovers. And that just about wraps it up for this week. Thank you uh, for uh, joining us with the Whistleblowers podcast as we have a bit of a chat 
well, all things sport, we try to cover as much as we can, do we not? And thanks to our special guest uh, this morning today, Peter Guest. Absolutely. Thank you, Guesty. And our shout out for the week, as we spoke about earlier, goes to Ethan Parry, who continues to shine on and off the track not only for his athletic ability, but his promotion of the sports. Well done, Ethan. Don't forget, if you want to keep up to date with all your local sporting news, it's FC Sports Media, only $10 per month or $100 per year. And uh, it keeps you up to date with everything that's happening across our fantastic Fraser Coast, all the w's.frasercoastmedia.com.au. Brandon? Blandy, it is our sport and our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.